0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic Hits.
0: Now, I wanted to read this out. It was in the Irish Times today. And I wanted to know what you think. Uh, When it was mentioned in the office, a good amount of people seemed to be in a similar situation. Or knew somebody who was. And I'm going to read it out to you. It says, our cul-de-sac of eight dormer houses in a coastal county. Clutch of houses. Anyway, that's normally what I would call that. In a coastal county it's pretty as picked as a picture and is well kept by its owners apart from one house at the entrance which has become a talking point in the village. The overgrown front lawn of this house is shockingly unkempt. Strewn with discarded toys... Overflowing dustbins and a broken fence, a rusty barbecue, old paint-ins, an unused trampoline listing to the side and I could go on. The large back garden is mostly unused. My neighbours and I don't know how to approach this distressing situation. We are torn between offending the owner of the house and the inevitable effect of the value of our own properties from this unsightly introduction to our little road.' Advice ranges from offering to help the owner to tackle the chaos, we have tried this individually but with no success, to selling up and just moving out. Most residents in our cul-de-sac are of a certain age and have a varied degree of mobility. Uh, we love where we live and we work hard to keep it looking well. The situation is causing us great distress. I can only imagine. I mean, have you ever lived in a situation like that where you buy a house in a nice area You know, because you've worked hard, and you deserve it if you've worked hard. You've got your mortgage, and then somebody or people move in. I don't know. They move in up the road, or somebody else moves in across the road, and they don't cut their grass, and they have toys all over the place, and there's dirty barbecues, and broken trampolines, and bins overflowing. And generally, I'll just say it, they don't give a shite. They couldn't care less. They have no self-respect. They don't even paint their house and they have dirty net curtains in the window. Sorry, I'd add that bit in. There's nothing worse than seeing dirty net curtains in the window, is there? You know they're dirty. You know the ones that haven't been washed. Me my used to bleach them years ago. But you know the dirty net curtains. You know what I'm talking about, Ashley, don't you? Those scraggly looking net curtains. If anybody has net curtains, take them down. They're gone out with the Indians. Take them down. It's just, it's very distasteful. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry, have been a snob now. The number's 87 188 What would you do in that situation if that was you and your neighbours? And there's these house or two that are just unkempt looking, just not looking nice. And you're in a nice area. And it is going to drag the value of your house down because if you ever go to sell your house and somebody drives in... Because I can tell you now, if I was buying a house and I drove into the area where your house was set. Because you'd always do a bit of a drive-by. You'd see it on one of those property pages or daft or whatever. So you go and do a little bit of a drive-by. See what the area's like. And the first thing you see is this house with the trampoline and the tins of paint the dustbins and the barbecue and the uncut grass. I'm going to be looking and going, I'm not living in this kip. Would you want to live there? So, what do you do when there's a house in your little cul-de-sac or your neighbourhood that's taking the tone down in the neighbourhood? Answer to Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing? I know, our things. It just sounds very that snobby. That
2: very heist and bouquet, taking <laughs> the tone down of to the neighbourhood. <laughs> bringing the tone down. In my white slimline telephone. Oh, but with no, automatic read <laughs>
0: there's nothing there's nothing worse than people bringing the tone down you know what I mean? people who I mentioned the neck curtains earlier on as well because because my mother used to bleach the curtains years ago do you remember women used to bleach yeah, yeah. my but, mother did the exact same yeah, but yeah. does anybody actually have neck curtains anymore so no I have more. neck curtains have you neck curtains all the houses in my street have neck curtains practically all of them do they oh ok yeah, well, then so, I suppose you might. but well, if everybody else has them, you might as well then have them. I suppose. Fit in. Yeah, if you can't beat them, join. <laughs> <fit in>. <laughs> <laughs> but mind you, you'd need something to blank out the windows when you're walking around your house. in the nip, as you've told us before. Anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Anthony, I mean, <laughs> what do you? What do you, What would you do in your neighbourhood if somebody was, you know, not bothering to cut their grass, leaving their overflowing bins and you know rusty cans and tins of paint hanging around their house and just making it look dirty? What would you do? But isn't that what a litter warden is for? I mean, that's what I take no, earlier on. Well, the litter warden can't do anything if it's on your own property.
2: Well, a litter warden find a woman here
0: a couple of months ago because her wheelie bin was slightly overfilled. Well, that way, yeah, didn't. but it, yeah, but it might have been outside her property. They can't find you if it's on your property. As far as I know, they can. No, they can't. It's your property. You can do what you want. You can litter as much as you want in your own property unless it becomes an environmental it's a hazard. hazard. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If it becomes an environmental hazard, that's the difference in a kettle of fish. But it want to be fairly bad now to be an environmental hazard. But you can, well, you can you can litter as much as you want in your own property. As far as you No, I know. well I had
2: a relation and unfortunately her back garden, it was right on the side of a pedestrian laneway. Right. And the garden was about we'd say about 15 feet long, but there was a 15 feet long wall at the side of this laneway. Mm -hmm. And the wall was about eight foot high. And everybody just
0: decided that they'd use our garden as a dump and (laughs) kept throwing their rubbish into a garden after it was over full. (laughs) I know. I know people who have lived near train stations. I know somebody who lived near a a, a train station platform. Their back garden backed onto a train station platform. And they constantly were removing dirt from people throwing things over the wall. And you see, with
2: the cost of bins going up now as well, bin collection, it's going to get worse. And I am sick and tired, and I think it's absolutely filthy and disgusting, these masks just being discarded on the street. Oh, yeah,
0: I know, yeah. It's absolutely
2: horrific. I mean, who wants to pick that up and somebody has to pick them up and clean them up? Like, I mean, it's absolutely disgusting.
0: We were giving out about straws there last year, people with plastic straws. I know people are flinging these masks, which each one of them has a little bit of wire inside them, by the way. So they're not as disposable as you think they are. They all have a little bit of wire, obviously, for the shape around your nose uh, inside them. And they're just being discarded. There's mountains of them being discarded all over the place on beaches and everywhere. But anyway... I know people say, well,
2: admittedly, maybe with some people, they can fall out of their pocket and they don't even realize it. But if I was going out and I had one on, I'd put it down, but I'd put it down under my on my chin. And then when I go into the place of business, I'd put it on properly.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: I wouldn't put it into my pocket to be quite honest. So I don't think that's much of an excuse okay, either. Well, but well,
0: let's get back to this actual story in the Irish Times because we've got to get off it slightly. So, so there's a cul-de-sac with some nice houses. Could be around your neck of the woods somewhere. I don't know. And it doesn't say where it is. And they're nice houses. And one house in particular, they just it's at the entrance of this cul-de-sac with a dozen or so houses. One house in particular um, is just like, As it says here, strewn with discarded toys, a rusty barbecue, old paint tins, used trampoline, fence rusty, uh, or no, fence broken, and they could go on. In other words, it doesn't look nice. Mm, Did they have a residence association, I wonder? Well, I think he does say, you know, that they, they have tried unsuccessfully to approach the person and tackle the issue, and the person is just not going to do anything about it, doesn't want to do anything about it, and you can't force them to do something about it. You because can, I know, You can embarrass like, somebody into it, maybe, but you can't force somebody.
2: I know there's a lot of student houses in my area, private houses that are rented out to students, and you know the landlords, especially the country landlords, because yeah. you see the horse box coming. Yeah. Maybe every three weeks to empty about 12 bins that are overflowing out the front, you know. They don't even get them collected. Yeah. And where they dispose of it, I don't know. But, I mean, as a nation, I have to say we are filthy when... We are filthy when it comes to rubbish.
0: But see, this is we not really even, this is not even just dirty. This is just having no class. It's like when you move into an area and then all of a sudden, you know, your next door neighbour gets two eagles for the pillars on the front garden. Do you know mm. what I mean? It's just you're going, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. No class, yeah. like, or two lions at the front door, you know, s- statues of lions or something on the front yeah. door. Yeah. Or gnomes.
2: S- that's another gnomes, petition. My yeah. garden
0: gnomes. Oh, my God. Yeah, well stay or there we a second read well, cheap tacky fountains as a violent oh, gardens. Stop, would you? Stay there for a second and we'll go to Anne. <laughs> Anne, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Anne?
1: Hi, hi Nile. I'm just listening there and I would gladly swap what I have next door to me for garden gnomes. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, Okay. I, 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 look, I, I'm
0: looking at a picture you sent there, yeah. i
1: yeah. sent that pic and they, this is this is over ten years. Ten right. years we've been pleading with the landlord with the tenants, would they, would they please do something about the... It, 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 it actually was a garage at one stage, and our next-door neighbour sold the house about 15, 20 years ago. A landlord bought it, has it rented out. Um, there's no roof on, on the garage. Uh, on like it, the there's milk bottle garage.
0: cartons everywhere.
1: Oh, it's, and, and rats running rampant. Oh, running no! rampant. Yeah. Well, um, then, I, now, I
0: well, see, now, this is what I said to Anthony earlier on, right?
1: Yeah. There's
0: not a lot you can do with people with their private property, because it's your private property, no. and if you want to litter it, you can litter it away, right? But when it becomes an environmental issue, i.e. you have rats, then it becomes a health concern. You, would, you then can do something about it.
1: Absolutely not, Nile. I've gone down every road possible. Uh, I was told, yeah, we'll we come out, we'll put poison down for your rats, but... Other than that, we'll do nothing about the state of your next-door neighbour's garden or rubbish heap, whatever you want to call it. And apart from that, our back wall it overlooks a main road. Now, children they climb those walls as children do, and if they decided to get up on that roof because it looks it's covered with ivy, and they don't realise an absolute um, you know death trap there if they stood on what they thought was a roof, they're going to go straight down and God knows what. Okay, so what are you um, say? Well, I hang on. For
0: both, for both of you here, okay? You've just got a WhatsApp here. Now I can't come on the air as I've signed a media policy. I'm an environmental inspector. Ooh, he should know. Anyway, or, yeah. maybe, or maybe she actually because maybe I don't know if it's man or female. Anyway, mm-hmm. sometimes referred to as a litter warden. Uh, we, can, we can and do fine people for littering on their property as it's an offence to create litter that is visible to the public. In extreme cases, we can take people to court for same. Uh, there is more people than you think in court every single month. So I told go. you now. And he sent me, it's section 3-1 of the law. And he yeah. sent it to me there. I'm trying to read it now. It's a bit small on my screen. But, but yeah, section 3-1 of the law says where the litter is visible. Okay, so it says yeah. here, let um, me see, in a manner that creates or tends to create litter in a public place or litter that is visible to any extent from a public place. In other words, once you can see it from a public place, he can find them. I told you Nile. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know You thank you, Anthony. Thank you for sharing that with me. You were right, Anthony. I was wrong. So, Anne, from that point of view, you should be able to do something about it then.
1: Yeah, but the problem is it's not exposed to the public. We we're the only one that can see it. see it because it's it's not in the front garden where it, But you it are the obvious. public.
0: You're uh, a well, no, of the no, public. no, no. Hang on, I'm just looking here. And the law says Clearly, this is uh, the 3-1 again. It says, in a public place or litter that is visible to any extent from a public place. Yeah. Now, now, Anne's house is not a public place. It's private dwelling. So she sees it from her back window. Unfortunately, that doesn't constitute a public place, Anthony, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, it's in the back garden, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: no,
2: that's even my heart without yeah. you. That's horrible.
1: It is. It's, uh, and believe me, I have tried... I've tried, you know, the environmental people don't want to know about it. The council obviously don't want to know at the private house. Uh, the landlord certainly doesn't want to know about it. You know, I've, I've contacted him on numerous occasions, even to tell him that, you know, half the roof is missing on, on his house as well. But, mm. you know, they don't seem to give a damn. you know. And you, you
0: would imagine with that, you know, with the rats and everything else, I mean, that becomes a health issue. So you'd imagine yeah. the Department of Health and Environment would want to be involved in something like that or would want to happen to get involved in something like that.
1: All they will do is come out and put down poison in which I don't agree with, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not... It's, it's, it's not solving a problem, it's only kicking the ball further down the field, you yeah, know. The, yeah, yeah. the problem yeah. is... There's an endless supply of rats there. to
0: eat the poison, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, and when you put down poison like
2: that as well, sorry to interrupt, Jan, but yeah. when you put down poison like that and poison rats, you could get a yeah. dog or a cat would come along and mm. eat that. Mm. Do you know, or just birds, like when people yeah. put down slug pellets and the bird comes along and eats the slug and the bird is dead then as well as the slug.
1: Exactly, and we we just don't agree with it, you know, because even a bird, you know, can come down. No, no, it's a problem. Okay, it says says here
0: that the the inspector has just texted again and said, Anne can still report to council for storage of waste. Yeah... Now, I don't, that's obviously a term he's used, storage of waste.
1: Storage of people waste, who are yeah. storing
0: waste, because I can clearly see in that picture, these people, whoever they are, this landlord, whoever he is, or whoever, whatever she is, or whatever, they, they're storing waste. All I can see there yeah. is bags of rubbish, milk cartons, like there must be 40 or 20 or 30 milk cartons there. Empty yeah, milk exactly. cartons. Yeah, what? exactly. What's with all the bloody milk cartons?
1: Well, you know, the problem is, Niall, they weren't empty. I don't know what was... Oh. They weren't empty. Oh, they were filling yeah. them with something? It wasn't milk.
0: Oh, that's just Ah, oh, Jesus.
1: No, no I know. I know. you've no idea. Oh, you you've have, have no to laugh idea. at this
0: point, I suppose, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah it's a lovely area. You know, we live in a lovely area and, uh, you know, we've lovely neighbours, but this is really, you know, it's, yep. you know, it's, it's devastating, really. To think All right, that. well,
0: look, i tell you what, Going to take a quick break. If anybody has any advice for Anne and for people like that who live in a situation like the Irish Times I mentioned today where somebody is living next door to absolute, you know, well, maybe not next door, but even up the road, or somebody is taking the whole tone of the neighbourhood down by having, And I mean, not necessarily dirt, but, you know, keeping their house not in a fashion that you would think would be nice. And I know that sounds really snobby, but you have a duty and responsibility when you live in a group of houses to, you know, keep your property looking reasonably well. You know, to give it a painting every now and again, to cut your grass... Don't leave your rubbish in your front garden or back garden. You have a duty and your responsibility to your neighbours and to your community. I'm sorry, and if you don't do that, there's something very wrong with you. Robbie, come on, give me some advice for piggy neighbours and what do you do with neighbours who insist on living like pigs?
3: You know, the unfortunate thing is that if it's a private dwelling, there's not an awful awful lot you can do unless there is that kind of um thing. infestation of rats and so on. I know, I was surprised to hear from our litter...
0: Well, I was surprised to hear from the litter warden who texted in to say the law clearly states if the mess is visible from a public place, well, then you can do something about it.
3: You can in the front garden, but the back garden is a different story altogether. Unless unless it's a council dwelling. As you know, I used to be on the council. So unless it's a council dwelling or a rented dwelling... uh, you can get the landlord to do it or you can get the council to look after a council property i had one such case going back a few years ago that let's say in dublin um i was called to a house and i went up to the house and there was a big massive roll-on skip by the council brought up roll-on skip oil, right? okay you know them.
0: a huge yeah huge
3: yeah so it was, you know those old wooden gates that you open up and you're into the back garden and that like, yeah, the, yeah. the brick wall with the round top on it and so on so picture that big garden council garden couldn't open the door or the gate there was black refuse bags in the garden easily two three hundred of them with nappies and everything else you name it that was in there oh, and no. they, they filled up that roll on skip with the bags out of that back garden
0: so what happens to the person living in that house who has done that do they get a fine
3: Um. Well, you can get a fine, but it's, it was council property, so it's up to the council to look after it and make sure that doesn't happen.
0: You it, know, is but it not uh, up to the tenants? That's that's renting it from the council to make sure that. Doesn't
3: yeah, happen. It, it, it is as well. Like they can get a warning as such, like you know what I mean. But a it, warning? It, I
0: chucked them out. Yeah,
3: I know. But in the agreements and tenancy agreements, well. It's, the red tape—you wouldn't believe—with the council and so on. So
0: nobody really, ever, nobody ever gets choked out. It, yeah,
3: it's incredible. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. But like sure, you but surely
0: you have a right if you live next door to somebody like that. Whatever, surely you have some sort of rights to live you know, in a reasonably clean area where, you know, you're yeah. making the effort, your neighbours are all making the effort, and one or two families don't bother making the effort, surely there's a responsibility and a duty to make the effort. I mean, my man says here, the, 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 the litter warden guy, uh, or girl maybe, Section 32 of the Waste Management Act clearly states that a person should not hold waste that is likely to cause environmental pollution. Now, in, you know, I mean, if you, once you let waste accumulate, it is causing an environmental problem.
3: Yeah, the, but that, that comes under, I think, if, if, if memory serves me right, is um, oils and paints and, you know, kind of um, liquids, kind of, in pots and so on and so forth, you I know. W- like, I, mean,
0: I would imagine all sorts of waste food in bags. I mean, that, I think that's well, we'll well, a Do you remember the bin strike? Do you remember the famous bin strike? I do. Yeah? It was 85-ish. Yeah, the place was overrun with rats.
3: Yeah, that's right, yeah. You know. And like, I mean... The thing is that, like, food waste would be seen as composting, you know? Right. And the infor- the unfortunate thing with compost heat, what they do is they attract all sorts of vermin, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, So it's, what, it's what would product. you do,
0: Robbie, as a man with experience, who's worked for the council and who's works it works with rubbish, so to speak. <laughs> what, ex- what advice? You're living in your... Just take it from a personal point of view. Your area and your neighbour down the road, the grass is not cut. There's rusty bins in the garden. There's gates broken. There's fences broken. The place just looks unkempt, never even painted. What would you do?
3: I mean, the only thing you can do is approach them and say, here we just saw your garden out there. to in bits. But the, apart from that, as Joe resident, there's absolutely nothing you can really do about it, you know? Mm. And that, that's the unfortunate thing, the, the thing is with the litter acts, they're, they're very, very um, not black and white, you know what I mean? As I said, like if, if a front garden is in a heap and, and it's unsightly to the eye, you know, the council and that can do something about it, but if it's a back garden and it's not, there's nothing they can do about it, you know, which is an absolutely outrageous, outrageous yeah, lot. Not,
0: because it's not and, visible, out of sight, out of mind.
3: Like, for me, it it would come down to health. Maybe not safety as much, but health-wise, you know, if you've got like two hundred and fifty black refuse bags in the back garden, you know, that's surrounding houses.
0: It's a health hazard. Surely, yeah,
3: it, surely it's a health hazard. Like you know what I mean? And something has to be done about that because it looks some people are absolutely filth merchants. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can tell you, but your, some of your um, listeners will turn off because they're probably having their lunch at this time now, you know, but. Um, some people are just incredible but oh, Jesus Christ you know. I, I, I'd
0: say in your time at the council I don't know what your job was or your role was a position at the time but I'd say see. you've gone into houses that should have been condemned
3: I've gone into houses where I've actually wiped my feet coming out of them you know nice
0: <laughs> right. <Yeah>. that says <laughs> like, it all really doesn't it you know yeah like quarters and stuff
3: like that as well and yeah, I don't, because people be people be torn their
0: lunch if we actually go in. The okay, evening. no, 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 don't. No, maybe not in the middle of the day. But we'll stay but we'll say there for a second because Michael, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Michael? How are you, uh, Michael? Okay, what do you do? You know, in the but let's go back to the Irish Times article here. You know, where there's broken trampolines, unused kids' toys, rusty barbecue, broken fence, and uncut grass. How do you deal with that? That's just
4: rustic, in my
0: opinion. It's rustic.
4: They're
0: rustic. I think the neighbors are very stuck up. The
3: neighbors are stuck up. Yeah. Ah, no. Come on, fair not in fairness, not some of the gardens. Rustic. <laughs> it sounds. <laughs> it sounds. It sounds like a private house in the
0: It is. Yes, so I imagine that. it is. Yeah, it's in a nice coastal area. Yeah, it's eight dormer houses in a cul de sac. There you go. I yeah. mean...
4: <laughs> what do you mean? There you go.
0: What do you mean? There you go. Are they Are, they not, are they not? Do they not have a duty and a responsibility to keep their house clean?
4: Now, if they own their house and it's only a bit of grass and a barbecue, a trampoline. I mean, if it was like broken glass and razor blades and food and stuff like that, that could still food attracts rats. Rats don't eat grass. But I mean, no, like, just, I think the neighbours, it's more about the neighbours.
3: No. Like,
4: the housing market of the day, right, is...
0: But, I, but no, Michael, no. You're, you're, hold on, you're missing the point. Let's say one of those neighbours wants to sell, well, no, no, hang on. Let's say they want to sell the point, the, the house, right? Yeah, and and I there. drive up. I'm not going to buy it if I see this at the entrance.
4: You will because in today's market, people are looking to get a house. I oh, just... No, still... no, no, no. I'm out, I'm out there on that scene at the moment. I know what it's all about. And I'm telling you now, you're paying the...
0: Yeah, the money you get a house, far. don't worry. If you have the money, you get a house.
4: No, but yeah, but you, no, not necessarily.
0: If you have the money, I'm saying.
4: Oh, what I'm saying is the house will sell. Their houses will sell. If, if, there's, seven, if there's eight houses in this, right, and seven of them are tip-top, and one isn't, you know... And, and one of them looks it. like a kip. Yeah, but they're gonna, what they're going to take into account is, is this a nice area? Is there trouble? Is there anti-social behaviour? They're not going to be just looking at someone's long grass and a bit of a barrow. Well, I
0: would. I would, uh, would. but then again I can be a bit of a snob there you go yeah but that's okay that. I'm I'm okay with that I have standards Michael well,
4: except, right. you,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. like I'm not gonna buy a house if say somebody has you know I don't know a huge van in their front garden next door to me well, that's your choice yeah I would I mean no disrespect to the person who owns the van who has to work for a living but it's not my cup of tea or a big caravan in their garden next door to me yeah. I wouldn't put up with it options you have options I I just think in the a house I think <laughs> Yeah, well maybe, maybe I am I've just got standards But the, but this is nothing to do with standards This is just somebody not uh, Neglecting their home mm-hmm. do, do, you, do you know I mean how much does it cost To cut the grass How much does it cost To take down the dirty old Broken trampoline And, and dump the You know, the barbecue but, uh, It doesn't cost It's a bit of work
4: Yeah, okay, fair enough The person
0: who has the long grass Could be an angel,
4: right And the person who wants The perfect house Could be a devil This is the thing um, I wouldn't judge a person on the grass. That's, right. that's what I. that's right. Okay, think. sorry
0: Robbie, you want to say something there, do you want? That's what I take in.
4: it, yeah. Robbie. Is I my mean, me neighbour we... going to be going to be nice and sound if, if one of the kids is in trouble? Even if the
0: they dog? are a dirtbag?
4: Well, a bit of long grass. Some people are a bit more hippie-ish with their front garden.
0: Nah, we just stop. Have... Sorry, yeah, well, go on. Go on, Robbie. Go on by
3: some of the gardens that I was talking about and what that lady that was on there a few minutes ago was talking about we're not talking about a broken fence post here like you know what i mean <laughs> we're, I'm, I'm talking about 300 black bags of refuse waste in the that back brings garden.
4: Rats. yeah that thing's rough,
3: yeah but like i'm talking here now I, i'm i talking like i've seen some of the extremes here and if really? you're okay to live beside that knock yourself out like fine yeah, but you're, but you're but going like,
4: for the you're going for the lowest common denominator but it sounds a bit, a bit of a barbecue on there. Uh, it's probably not that bad. I just think the standards of the people are, are a bit stoke up and they're exaggerating it. That's what I think. I, like yeah, no, I man mean, man look, somebody... Oh, okay, God.
0: somebody... Hold on for a second. Somebody's just sent me a picture, right? And next door to them, right up against the wall of their house as they walk out, there's like a 30-foot caravan, right? In a front garden. Now, maybe it's somebody's holiday home caravan or something they bring away in the summer and it's just left the front garden all year long. I wouldn't be living next door to that. Is that snob- Is that snobbish, Michael?
4: No, I mean that's your choice.
0: Wait, is that snobbish, Robbie?
3: No, not at all. Look, I mean, like <coughs>
4: I'd be <coughs> saying where to we, your neighbour, "I'm
0: sorry, you're going to have to find somewhere to put the caravan. You're not putting yeah. it in your front garden; it's blocking the light." It's kind of,
3: that's
4: why we have planning permission rules we'll so you can't block people's sun right now. But caravans yeah. and stuff like that—that's
3: that's more loose.
1: know. Mm. or uh, I mean. Uh,
3: Going according to what that lady was talking about and the Irish Times article I haven't seen. Um I, I don't think I would be having it now, you know. Especially like a lot of the houses that I've seen, like I mean, if if you knew what I was talking about, you would be I can, be I can, can only
0: imagine, Robbie. I can only imagine. I've seen some documentaries about it where people some people can live like animals. They really can. Robbie, thank you very much indeed, and Michael as well. people. somebody says, No, you're not a snob, you just have standards. I absolutely know. I wouldn't be doing it. If I had a choice, obviously, I sometimes you don't have a choice in life, and you have to take what you're given. That's exactly it. But I would rather not. I mean, I'm looking at this picture, and there's a nice view across the road. There's some nice leafy trees. It looks like a nice area, nice wall, well painted. You can see this neighbor takes care of their garden. They have their 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 tarmac garden, nice and clean, and their uh the the wall is painted, nice, freshly white, and everything. And you got this caravan you're staring at when you open your door. Wouldn't be happening. Would be, I'd be asking, Abe, I'm sorry, can you find somewhere else to put that? Yeah, I don't know, put it somewhere in a storage somewhere until you're using it during the year. But you can't park it in the garden all year round. You just can't. That's just not right. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic Hits.